The SEC West proves to be another interesting race, a difficult race. Uh, lots of quality teams, particularly at the top, Alabama, certainly LSU and their run last year. We'll see how things stack up. How will Auburn do this year, first year under uh, Gus Malzahn? What about um, uh, the, the rest? What about Arkansas? What, what about uh, Texas A&M rebound, Arkansas rebound. What about Mississippi State under new leadership? Uh, how that going to play out? What about Ole Miss? Um, lots of interesting conversations going inside the SEC West. How is it going to shape up? Who's going to end up uh, playing Georgia in the SEC championship game? As I think Georgia is clearly going to win the, West, the East. That's the topic of today's Landry Football Podcast on the Landry Football Podcast Network. Uh, reminder, as always, to check out LandryFootball.com. Get the latest breakdowns of the World of Football scouting season offer that we have on tap for you. Um, check it out. It is um, a 12-month year offer, uh, and you can basically get access to your own coaching and scouting department for less than a magazine subscription. You can try it out for a month. You can try it out for six months. The 12-month deal is the best deal that we've got going. LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of it today. If it involves players, teams, coaches, schemes on the college or NFL level, we got it covered for you at LandryFootball.com. Also, subscribe for free. Uh, like and share the Landry Football Podcast Network uh, on uh, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Well, you freeze enters in uh, to the picture in the, the West, and what is that going to mean for Auburn? Um, new era, did a nice job at Liberty. We know his background at Ole Miss, great job that he did. Um, you know, Auburn last year missed, uh, missed a bowl, five and seven. They got a difficult SEC slate, and they've got question marks on both sides of the ball. Um, now, I do think Peyton Thorne is going to help them at quarterback. I thought he was a really good piece in their Spartans 21 Fiesta Bowl victory against Pitt. Um, and I, Michigan State really liked him and did a really nice job. Despite a down year in 22, Auburn brings this guy in who's got experience winning close game. He's got postseason experience. Um, Auburn hadn't been to a bowl game since 21, not reached a national title game in nearly a decade. Um, we'll see how this changes things this year. Don't expect miracles on the planes, but maybe, just maybe, if they get some breaks, they might be able to surprise some people maybe in a game or two at some point this year. They're going to be without their top running back, Jarquez Hunter, who ended uh, who enters his, uh, uh, led, uh, led by him, I say, uh, who enters his junior season. They finished 11th in the SEC in, in the scoring a year ago. He was still productive as a runner, and they, again, bring him back um, with so much turnover in the program, um, including the addition of Philip Montgomery from Tulsa as offensive coordinator. Hunter's going uh, to have to balance out a pass-heavy attack. They're going to run the football. They're going to run it a ton. It's a brand-new receiving court. Expect this to work out fairly well. They hit the transfer portal hard, and – the most significant guy was Caleb Burton from Ohio State. Never saw a lot of playing time in his freshman season. Of course, they got they just loaded best receiver room in the country at, uh, in Columbus. Four star prospect, fresh start. 
Um, they got a tight end, Rivaldo Fairweather, transferred from FIU, and uh, Nick Martiner, who's a, a good receiver out of University of Cincinnati. So uh, defensively is where I think Auburn might struggle. Like the offense, they're led by a new coordinator, Ron Roberts, who uh, was last with Baylor. Um, and, you know, I think that you're going to see a defense that might struggle some, not just this year, but going forward, because you freeze is going to run this program around the offense. Um, and that may be a problem down the road that we'll wait to get into it as things evolve. Now, if you look at what Hugh did at Ole Miss, he had some defenses at Ole Miss that were opportunistic, they were aggressive. That's what he's going to want to build at Auburn, but he's not there yet. Um, they face, of course, Alabama, LSU in the West, and they place Georgia, play Georgia. Folks, that's, I mean, you can go, you could have a really good team. I mean, it not, I'm not talking about this year's Auburn team, but you could be three, four years from now. You play those three teams, you could have a great season and go nine and three. All three of those teams have great defensive fronts this year. They really have no chance in any of those three games this year, not even to pull an upset. It's difficult. I don't know where they're going to finish. Maybe at the bottom, near the bottom, maybe at the very bottom of the West. But I do think that he will do a nice job there. <clears throat> Similar to Auburn, Mississippi State going through a coaching change. Um, tragic loss of Mike Leach. Um, despite finishing 9-4, and four, um, to go through some internal changes. Um, they promoted Zach Arnett to be the head coach. And we'll see if it's the right move or not. It looks like it might be. I think that there's going to be a big change because this, with Mike, the defense was, I thought the defense was talented and had the makings of being a strength, but it was all about offense for Mike. And it's all about the passing game for Mike. And it's nothing that the offense did that helps the defense other than maybe occasionally scoring a ton of points. And they didn't do that nearly enough in the SEC like he was able to do in the Pac-12 and the Big 12. Will Rogers returns at quarterback. He's going to have to adapt to a new balanced style of play compared to Leach's air raid. He threw it everywhere. Kevin Barbe is now controls as offensive coordinator, but the ex-Grambling quarterback who serves um, uh, as a position coach, this could be um, – you know, uh, a, a, I think a transition, but a positive one with a quarterback that has the experience that Rodgers has. Uh, they've got some experience along the, alongside of him, Jaquavius Marks, who rushed for nearly 600 yards. Um, uh, Jaden Wiley and LaDietrick Griffin are good receivers, uh, particularly in the red zone. Up front, they have, I think, one of the better offensive lines in the SEC defensively. They bring back um, two really good linebackers in Jet Johnson and Nathaniel Watson. Uh, really good tacklers. Um, but a brutal schedule beginning in late September. Uh, we'll see them, you know, away from Starkville, three out of five games. South Carolina, not easy. Winnable, not easy. Arkansas, difficult. Um, but, you know, doable. But, and in Auburn, a game maybe they probably should win this year. But those are three games that can they go two and one in those games. 
<clears throat> are they one and two? Don't think they're going three and oh. Don't think they're going on three. But then they got to go uh, host Alabama. Um, and then Kentucky is uh, no small task. So a big challenge here. No, no question about it. Texas A&M. What to make of the Aggies? Enter the 23 season, clean sake, high expectations. Um, Jimbo Fisher, last year, everything went wrong, did wrong. From the offseason, during the season, uh, very productive offseason in, in terms of trying to correct some problems, but there's been a massive changeover with the the large recruiting NIL class, that's a lot of them that have left um, for greener pastures in their eyes, they had to reload. I don't think it's going to be as bad as last year. I don't think it can be. Um, I don't know, and maybe one of the more interesting storylines is how will Bobby Petrino in Jimbo coexist? Everything is going to be great when they win. But when they don't win and when they have trouble, because you're going to have trouble, internally, Jimbo Fisher's not going to say this publicly, but internally the answer to the people that forced him to make a move was, you see, I told you this wasn't the problem. This wasn't the answer. And I could see potential fractures, which is, again, AM is their own worst enemy. It always has been. Uh, they've got some talent on offense. They've played poorly last year. They've got Connor Wegman, saw action in five games, but the team struggled immensely when it mattered in big games. Had injuries, no question about it. Injuries are a part of it. you got to overcome it. Are you deep enough? Are you good enough? Are you versatile enough? They haven't been. Um, one score games were a problem, folks. That just tells you that you're good enough to be in it, but you got to be good enough to win it. Um, you know, just it just didn't happen. Um, You know, Nye Smith coming back from a leg injury. Running back room remains uncertain. Offensive line's got some questions, new faces, talented, but we'll see. Made improvements uh, with the two defensive stalwarts and McKinley Jackson and Damani Richardson coming back. I didn't think they were very consistent last year in their play. Got to be more consistent. They only averaged 20, just uh, just under 23 points a game. They're, they're to me, the goal, go to a bowl game, get bowl eligible. I think they can do that. Going undefeated in non-conference play is pivotal. Includes a power five opponent, Miami in week two. I think that's going to be big. Um, they've got a difficult midpoint road game against Arkansas and Tennessee. Hosts Alabama, Mississippi State. To go bowling, you got to win two of those four. Can they beat Tennessee? Can they beat Alabama? I, I, probably not. Arkansas has always been a, tr a struggle. Mississippi State's a must-win, in my view. Got to win two of those. They finished the regular season with a road game in Baton Rouge on Thanksgiving weekend, which, um, you know, the LSU program certainly looks more stable and better than A&M's at this point. We'll see how that plays out. Arkansas, another team that's looking to rebound. Capped off a challenging 22 season. One of the 
really good bowl games with the outlasting Kansas 55-53 in overtime. Step back last year, but I think they've shown improvement under Stan Pittman in every year. Um, I think that we're going to see them get back to what they do well. Let's run the football, play better defense. I thought defensively they took a step back last year. Um, good news for Arkansas is they got K.J. Jefferson. And one of the dual, best dual threat guys in the country. They're going to run it and they're going to force people to load the box and they're going to have some one-on-one -on -one opportunities deep and he'll make them uh, pay for it. I can tell you he's good enough to do that. They return Raheem Sanders, who's a really good runner. Uh, deep threats in Jadon Hazelwood, Matt Landers. Zach Williams um, led them with four and a half sacks, kind of anchors their defensive front. Favorable schedule. Got home game against AM, Auburn, and Mississippi State. Those should be three wins. AM, maybe a little bit more challenging. Um, but I, I, can you find road wins against Alabama? They don't play well against Alabama, they don't have enough to beat Alabama. LSU, not likely, but, you know, we'll see. They've got to find road wins against one of those to have a shot at reaching eight games, eight wins, in my view. Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss obviously collapsed. Maybe the distractions of Lane going to Auburn, not going to Auburn, lost the Texas ball, clean slate. <clears throat> Uncertain who's going to be a quarterback, but, boy, they are some good options. Walker Howard to transfer from LSU, great player out of St. Thomas More High School. Jackson Dart, who's likely the guy. Spencer Sanders, who's, to me, a really good quality backup they could turn to and would not hurt them if they start. <clears throat> it's going to be fun to see who starts, but there's going to, there are good options there. Getting touches um, to Quinchon Judkins is key. What a great back, electrifying player, um, the key to their offense. Um, they lost their two best receivers from a year ago, Malik Heath and Jonathan Mingo. They get help from Trey Harris from Louisiana Tech defensively. They've got Pete Golding coming in as defensive coordinator, run out of Alabama. Um, look, Ole Miss struggled to keep leads. They gave up 35 points per game and lost several tag games last year. Uh, Jared Ivey, Cedric Johnson returned for the senior season at defensive end. They're going to anchor a unit that's gone through a ton of turnovers in recent months. Tough schedule. The benefit of only having one ranked non-conference opponent in Tulane. So soft non-conference schedule is paramount. Always is with Ole Miss. Host LSU and Arkansas, but got to travel to Alabama and Georgia. So there are two losses to start, and then LSU, Arkansas, um, LSU, an unlikely win for Ole Miss, but possible Arkansas, a little bit more likely. But then again, you don't know. And then, you know, he's got to get back to beating Mississippi State again. Alabama, LSU, where do you go? Um, both of the, these are clearly the two best teams in the division. There's a chance to go undefeated. Whoever wins the West, uh, we'll see who how they can do against um, uh, Georgia. I think that um, right now, I give Alabama the edge in terms of a roster. They're they're deeper. Um, 
LSU's can match Alabama in terms of quality up front. But the depth is not quite there. Um, they got a better quarterback room, no question, than Alabama. So going into the season, I think LSU's chances look really good. I think as we get into the season and we get through it, maybe some of the attrition might have some impact. Alabama's going to be Alabama. They're not going to need top-shelf quarterback play with the exception of a couple of games. And those games are going to be, um, you know, most of those games are going to allow them the, for, you know, the ability to have average quarterback play, win with defense in the running game. And I think that's what the Tide's going to focus a lot more on this year. It's going to be for Alabama is what is their quarterback play going to look like against an LSU? What are they going to look like against a Georgia in the SEC championship game? What are they going to look like to get them into the playoffs and then through the playoffs? So that's kind of where Alabama is. LSU's, I think, in really good position and maybe even have a pretty good chance of beating a Georgia or advancing into the national playoffs, getting there and advancing if they have some breaks health-wise. Got a good front-line defense. Um, they've got some playmakers. Um, I think they'll be better on the offensive line because I thought they played well as, as a group of young guys. Uh, I think they'll be stable. I think they'll be better. I think it's going to be a good LSU team. It's just the depth that's going to be potentially a factor that could, uh, that could, that could hinder them a little bit. I think it's probably Georgia and Alabama. That's where I would look at it just because I'm looking at that depth factor. But uh, Georgia LSU, again, is is also a possibility. I don't see any team in the East upending Georgia, as I've mentioned in late, in yesterday's show. Um, I think it's more balanced with, with uh, LSU and, uh, having a chance against Alabama in the West. But um, that's how I see it, um, the SEC West. Uh, Reminder, you can get more detailed breakdowns of all these teams, all the games during the course of the season. From a coaching, scouting, and front office viewpoint, LandryFootball.com is where you want to go. Take advantage of our scouting season offer. It's the best deal that we've got going. Um, You can try it out for a month, try it out for six months. But the scouting season offer, uh, it gives you 12 months. In-season, out-of-season, previews, reviews, film room analysis for both uh, obviously, it takes you through next year's offseason, uh, free agency, the draft on the NFL, transfer portal, uh, recruiting on the college level. We got it all for you at LandryFootball.com. Again, uh, if it involves players, teams, coaches, or schemes at the college or NFL level, we got you covered. Um, and get a viewpoint from a coach, scout, and administrator on the game of football. If you like football, you're going to love LandryFootball.com. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network on Apple. Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Always great to be with you, folks. We'll talk to you again next time, everyone.